0: There we go. I remember to say that time. Um, This is the Footbook Podcast. I am Kyle. You are Ethan. Uh, Good night. He's from Australia. The toilets. Mm. We've had this conversation just now. I'm not sure about the water. I'm not sure how they spin. Uh, I'm going to close out that Audacity file and save this one. We're ready to go. So I'm doing all right. So I'll just kick off into it. This guy So John Kelly Also known Mm. as Red Was born in 1820 in Ireland And at the age of 21 Was found guilty of stealing two pigs I feel like that's a pretty easy case to solve You're just like I've lost two pigs Who in the town now has two pigs Now has two pigs It's that fuck over there Uh, He was sent away to Hobart Town (laughs) Then Demon's Land uh, yes. Also yeah, no,
1: Tasmania, Tasmania was known as Demon's Land
0: for a while yeah I didn't I didn't know that I also never went to Tasmania
1: oh you didn't miss much
0: yeah that's what I've heard I did meet people from there and everybody was always like it's the redneck place I was like oh it's our West oh, Virginia oh yeah.
1: yeah it's supposedly like the, the normal thing to say is you know you, you sleep with your cousin there but then everyone on your second corner is your cousin so it's hard uh, not to
0: some classic cousin fucking So <laughs> he was sent on the On the Prince Regent um, He got to Hobart on January 2nd 1842 And was given his Certificate of Freedom On January 11th 1848 And once he was freed He moved to Victoria and found work On a farm in Wallen Wallen Since Beverly Yeah you guys got some weird names Over there I there was one Was it Wagga Wagga
1: Big fan of that place. Never went, but now I want to. (laughs) Um, Um, Just just context for people that are listening that don't know about convicts. um, For a long time, um, British people that were found guilty of pretty much any crime um, were sent to Australia because all the British jails were just full. They were packed to the rafters with people and... Yeah, so they just chucked them on ships. They got them sent here. So we are a land of criminals and free settlers, but mostly criminals. They sent
0: the criminals there and they sent the religious nuts here. And I feel like that explains a lot about the countries (laughs) now. So your country's like, yeah, sure, rules, we'll get around to it. But our country's like, we're going to go fucking nuts. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I have been seeing movies, which we might talk about after this. And in the one, there there was a whole thing about they went on about Catholic priests and that whole thing and my family was laughing hysterically in the movie theater and we were the only people in the movie theater laughing (laughs) at it and I was like this is good this is good (laughs) Um, but yeah so also I feel like it's a bit shit that he was given a certificate of freedom and he couldn't or maybe he chose not to go back to Ireland and he was like well now I'm just going to stay on this other side of the globe yeah it would have been
1: expensive never go home yeah it would have taken I can't remember how long but it would it took, like, a lot of months to get here. Like, seven or eight months Multiple to get here from months. England.
0: Yeah. Um, so, he was a good bush carpenter, and was also go- good at gold digging, and, uh, he worked up enough money to buy his own freehold, uh, just north of Melbourne. Uh, there, in late 1850, at the age of 30, he met and married Ellen Quinn, the 18-year-old daughter of his employer, uh... That was always the age difference. Always catches me off guard because I'm like, even now I don't know. I don't have much to talk about with somebody <laughs> in a relationship. But at that point, you were like, I was an adult when you were born. Yeah. Uh,
1: Wait. Well, what was the age difference there? How many years?
0: Uh, I was wrong. He was 12 12 years older. What?
1: Oh, okay. Nah, that's not.
0: But years. at that time, that's essentially an adult. Twelve is essentially yeah. an adult. Um. Yeah. The couple pumped out eight children. <laughs> Uh I did type pumped out. Uh, (laughs) good terminology. Uh the third of which being Edward Kelly. Uh Mm. Edward was born most likely in December of eighteen fifty four. He got a basic education and was learning a lot about the bush. Uh I always just thought the bush was just a desert.
1: But there's like there's like woods in there. And jungles. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got like like Pretty different kind of stuff here. So you get, you get like the really arid bushland where you get lots of gum trees growing and very like dry stale grass. But then you actually got like full on rainforest as well. So you I, got, a, got a big mix. I made that
0: mistake because somebody, we went to Lorne and so I was like, there's this path that goes through like the bush and we can go on like this thing. I was like, yeah, sure. And I went in flip-flop, so I was like, this is going to be fine.
1: Oh, you moron.
0: And I learned very quickly uh, that that was not fine. And I also got yelled at, but I also looked like a real cool kid among the international (laughs) students. So I was like, come out a winner in this situation.
1: Fool. Yeah, Um, no, bushwalking is not a thong activity. Well, Sorry, flip-flop, plugger, uh, whatever you want to call it. Plugger? Plugger, yeah. Pluggers. (laughs) Cause, <laughs> that's like... a new one. <laughs> no, cuz like the top bit plugs into the bottom bit. Oh boy. I thought Thong was rough, but that was just... <laughs> that's another
0: level. So, um he got yeah, learned a lot about the bush. The family moved to Avenel and Edward, uh one day risked his life to save a boy from drowning. Afterwards, Edward was given a green sash uh from the boy's family as a reward for his bravery. Uh, his father, Red Kelly, was arrested and convicted of unlawful possession of Bullock Hyde. Uh This means he had meat that he couldn't give a good enough backstory for owning to the police. Mm-hmm. I love that crime. You're just like, what do you have that meat? I killed a cow. Don't see the cow. We're going to arrest you. Um, he couldn't pay the 25-pound fine, so he was sentenced to six months of hard labor. And once he got out, Red became a horrible alcoholic. Um, his body started to swell because of dropsy. Uh, do you know what that is?
1: No, is that some Australian Basi- thing?
0: No, it's a it's a medical thing. <laughs> uh, <Okay. laughs> <kinda> like <laughs> it's a dumb name you like that Australia. Uh, basically, meant his body was thrown so out of whack due to such a high amount of alcohol that it, uh, this certain fluid I couldn't really remember or, or pronounce the name. Uh, it fills all the like spare areas in your body. It's like sort of the blood that's everywhere Like the fluid that's sort of everywhere in your body But then mm. it's just like We need to overcompensate And it just floods your body So you literally just start swelling with this fluid Jeez,
1: that's uh, a lot of alcohol Yeah, boy, I'll on tell you
0: what uh, He died on December twenty seventh, 1866 uh, Once he died, the family moved a few, uh, a few years later After he died, the family moved to 11 Mile Creek Near Greta, Victoria You want to take a guess how long that creek was?
1: Not, I don't.
0: It's probably in the name just since it's called 11 Mile Creek. (laughs) Uh, 10 miles. Oh my gosh, I would have loved it if it was not 11 miles. (laughs) Uh, The family got in a fight with a few established grazers uh, where the Kelly family uh, was moving to. The family was charged with 18 counts of horse or cattle stealing. Uh, But nine of those, 18, only... Actually, none of those only had guilty verdicts. Uh, which was a really high rate of guilty verdicts for the time. It was a high rate of charges for the time. But there was yeah, also that's... a high rate of them actually being convicted guilty. Um, which everybody at the time and historians are all like, well, yeah, that's a prime example of the family being unfairly treated by the police. I'd also argue that the unexcused meat arrest is also a bit unfair.
1: Yeah, um, that's that's something to keep in mind during this. Like one of the main reasons Ned Kelly like goes on this whole uh, journey and rampage is because like he thinks that the Irish poor Irish settlers are just, you know, treated like dog shit. And oh sorry, am I allowed to say that? You're is allowed to is... say
0: whatever you want. I Okay.
1: I wasn't sure if this is like a Christian podcast. Oh no, uh, I've said the C <laughs> word quite a few times. Ooh. Ooh, spicy. Um, But yeah, so he was very much an advocate for saying that, you know, there was a large amount of, like, racism going on within the Australian police force.
0: The US isn't the only country with a racist police force. (laughs) It happens everywhere. That's true. (laughs) I mean, not to our level. Um, So, uh, but at the time, police felt that if they arrested you, that was a sign of guilt, which is just such backward logic of, like, well if we arrest you that means you're guilty It's like wait a minute that, That's like one and one equals apple um, <laughs> The treatment From the police left a mark on young Edward Kelly I was now known as Ned And uh, Kelly was charged with the Assault and robbery of a pig w- Was charged with the assault And robbery Against a pig and chicken trader named Ah <laughs> Fook okay. in... I was
1: just wondering did he assault a pig but I, by no. the way,
0: typed that, and I was like, did he fight the pig? Did he, steal- <laughs> <laughs> did he rob the pig? Um, so he was this you know, pig and chicken trader named Afuk, and this was on in October 1869 at age 14. Uh, Ned, This is the report that Afuk uh, said. He said Ned walked up to him with a bamboo stick and told the man he was a bush ranger and would kill him if he didn't give Ned his money. Ned claims that Fook asked Ned's sister Annie, who was there at the time, for water, and when she gave him creek water instead of rainwater, he threw a shit fit, and Fook threatened that he would burn their house down and walked away. And then everybody I mean, just sort of left the situation.
1: That, that's kind of fair. You don't want to drink creek water. In all likelihood, it was probably a case of he got
0: upset, and then once he got upset, Ned grabbed the bamboo stick out of his hand and just beat the shit out of him. Uh, mm. Which I like it's a, a solid combination of both I also like that the guy Tried to play off like You know he is this chicken farmer Ned's just walking down the street And he's like yeah he had a bamboo stick And beat the shit out of me It's like wait a minute uh, and As he was by the way he would, Ned was not arrested with the bamboo stick Avfook was Like when they went to him he had the bamboo stick It's like how'd you wrestle that one away champ And um, did he Did he get convicted for this Okay, so that's the interesting part. The day after the beating, uh, Ned was arrested for highway robbery. And so at the like conviction, the trial for that, they brought in Fook. And the judge was like, this translator isn't good enough. So they postponed the trial for another four days. They brought in another translator. And then that translator wasn't good enough. And he was like, well, we're throwing out the whole case. And Ned went free. <laughs> Which I-, I like that. I'm just like, eh. Fair enough. Um. At I, th- I also I, at this point I defined what a bush ranger was because I didn't know what it was because what yeah. I thought it was is actually the opposite of what it is.
1: You thought a bush ranger was someone that went out into the bush and was like a police officer. Yep, because yep. that's what that name should be. Ranger. Yep. Yeah. But but no, bush rangers were not that. They were like bandits and yeah, outlaws s- started
0: as escape convicts from the british penal colonies um, who had the skills to survive the australian bush and hide away from the police and stay free but by the 1820s it just meant someone who had left mainstream society and most likely became a robber and used the bush as a hideout and base that's that's pretty cool it's like our cowboys i feel
1: did you all have really? cowboys Mm, uh bush rangers would be our cowboys. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah. A lot of our cowboys were just robbers and thieves. Which I sort of like. Uh policemen became obsessed with trying to arrest uh Kelly and his whole family. Uh but they were always getting out of trouble and newspapers all claimed that it was due to Kelly Ned's uh Ned Kelly's intelligence. Uh, but Ned was also a really tough guy. Where at one point, it almo- it took almost six big cops to tackle him when they were trying to arrest him for a robbery once. Which, just, that's, that's good. I admire him for that. Uh, he also did boxing for a bit and was just stealing from all the local farmers. So, he's like, it's sort of, not like, he's bouncing around from like little small groups of people, little gangs that he's made. Uh... But, and at one point they thought him and his friends were in this weird shack out in the country. And so they send two police officers to the shack. And they have another one. And they're bringing him in to watch the, uh, what's it called? Where police hang out. The headquarters. The the police station. They're like, hey, you come watch the building because we need somebody to watch the building while we're gone. Mm -hmm. And he's coming to the building. He's like on the way sees a sign for Ned Kelly's arrest he's like you know what I think I can get this fucker on my own and so he goes to the Kelly home and uh, he tries to arrest Dan Kelly Ned's younger brother and uh, there's like some weird situations where they're like he's not here and then he finds him and he catches him and Dan's like can I at least have dinner with my family and the cops like alrighty and so they sit at the dinner table and are eating dinner And Ned gets home and shoots the cop in the wrist. Uh, and so now he can't, you know, give me a second, uh, fuck off windows. Uh, so now he's just, shoots the cop in the hand, they take, uh, the gun off the cop, and it's a bit of a, now they're like, we got you. And he's like, just let me go, let me go, and they're like, alright, as long as you don't report us, we'll let you go. And, uh, So they made him dig the bullet Out of his hand with a knife So that it couldn't be used as evidence Which is really badass And then they (laughs) let him go And they chased him for a bit But then they were just like Nah nah we're gonna let him go And he took that as a sign of Oh well the deal's off And so he gets to the police station It's like Yeah Ned Kelly shot me in the hand This is where he's at And all this sort of stuff It just runs his mouth And they go to You know they arrest Kelly And he's like They arrest the whole family Uh but Kelly claims, Ned, is like, uh, I was actually 200 miles away. So it couldn't have been me. It, it must have been somebody else. I th- he says he shot himself. And uh, so somehow in this sort of scenario, he's like, it wasn't me. And they're like, all right, well, we can't arrest him just yet. So they let him and Dan go. But they keep three of the other family members, which I don't get. And they charge them with aiding and abetting. Uh, an attempted murder which again I'm like wait a minute you let the guys who probably did it free but you're keeping the family Mm -hmm. Um, and they were charged with uh, that they were convicted and sentenced to the longest term any one of them got was five years of hard labor Uh, the mother and I think a sister were sentenced to three years of hard labor now the medical report at the time states that when the officer who was shot showed up he smelled of alcohol and he wouldn't tell the cops. He wouldn't tell the cops who shot him.
1: Yeah, I'll keep going. That
0: was good. I'm keeping that in. Um so later on that same police officer was fired for drunkenness and perjury while on the job.
1: Uh was this Constable Fitzpatrick? Yes, it was. Okay, yep, I'm with you now. Uh, you've got you found the Wikipedia. Yep, uh, I'm on there. <laughs> We've we learned Australia... about this in school, but that was a long time ago. Like, primary school, you get a lot of, you know, Australian history, and Ned Kelly is a very big part of it. But, man, no one listens that hard.
0: I was reading that, and then there was a lot, and a lot, and I was like, I'll go to Australia.gov, and it was just, like, four-sentence <laughs> paragraphs. So I was like, I like this a lot more. <laughs> yeah. um, so, the police were... He vowed to try to get them out, uh, but he couldn't. And so he essentially is threatens them, like, if you don't let them loose, we're just gonna make your life a living hell. And uh, they continue to move throughout the bush, and uh, they form the what is known as the classic Ned Kelly gang.
1: Uh, the Kelly gang.
0: The Kelly gang. Whatever. It's all yeah. the same. He's, he's the top dog. Um... He's joined by his brother Dan uh, Joe Byrne and Steve Hart uh, So They move to Essentially a fort at the head of Kings River uh, And they're just moving throughout Queensland And the police were obsessed with, with catching them They're just robbing banks Stealing shit along the way And um So at one point the cops send a group of four officers With a heavy arsenal of guns To uh, track down And kill the gang and the group camps out at Stringy Bark Creek. That's. There's good names and there's bad names, and that's not <laughs> a good one.
1: That's not <laughs> a good one.
0: Uh, the gang ambushed the camp uh, with only two uh, cops being there at the time, and they demanded them to surrender. So Constable McIntyre did, but Constable Lonigan did not, and he reached for his revolver. So Ned Kelly shot and killed him. Uh, Oddly, years earlier, Kelly was arrested in a shoemaker brawl And was arrested by Lonigan, where he said Quote, well, Lonigan, I never shot a man yet But if I ever do, so help me God, you'll be the first (laughs) That's... that's real good I really like that So, the other two officers show up And one reaches for a rifle and Ned mortally wounds him And the other one reaches for his gun and Ned kills him Uh... So this whole, they, you know, escape. And this whole event is like... That's when everybody's like, nah, they're real bona fide outlaws. Yeah, and that's and when the
1: government puts in the act to yeah. make everyone... Like, you're allowed now to shoot outlaws if you see them. And these are outlaws. We've, Kelly Gang are now outlaws. We've never repealed that law hmm. in our country. Really? Wow. Right. There are
0: still some states where, like... I know the one that I'm in right now, if somebody come breaks into your house, or like comes out your house, you're just allowed to shoot and kill them.
1: Yeah, no, we had, we had a case kind of like that, um, someone broke into this guy's house and was in the room with his two young children, and he grabs him from behind, hits him and chokes him, and the guy ends up dying. And then this guy ends up getting charged with murder. It's like mm, mm. mm. Sometimes is, the Americans do get it right? right. We
0: would have we would have let that slide. We would have given that guy a medal. <laughs> um, so the reward for the capture of the gang was raised to eight thousand uh, pounds. which is Which would have been a lot shit ton at the time. Yeah. An amount. I mean, his father was arrested, and he had a 25-pound fine, and he couldn't pay it, so he worked six months of hard labor, like 8,000. That's big bucks. And that's the fourth time they raised the reward in four months. So then in June of 1880, Joe Byrne and Dan Kelly showed up to the house of Aaron Sheriff, a friend of Byrne who had his fence put in by Dan and Ned. Uh, but because they helped him with the fence, the cops approached him, Cause they're like, you know, the, all these guys and he helped the police. So they showed back up to kill him. Mm. Uh, so they shoot him uh, when he opens the door and then in Sherrod's hut were four police officers. Uh, but once Sher was shot, they used the other women in the hut as hostages and the Kelly gang's just like, nah, we'll fuck off now. Like we'll leave. We got the guy we needed. Um, and this just, like, everybody was like, oh, they can do whatever they want whenever they want to. They can kill a guy in front of the cops, and they're not going to get arrested. Um, so they continued to rob banks and uh, just do doing what the, the Kelly gang does until they paid a visit to Glen Rowan, Victoria. Uh,
1: there. So, like, went... just just so people know, they're making their way around the place. Like, yeah, that's a... I, I, yeah, That's Victoria is nowhere near Queensland. There's like a like, couple of things in between there. Yeah, There's they're going New around. South Wales and there's there's the other one. I can't remember it. What, ACT? That's not yeah. a place. That's not a real place. That's a stale little hole for politicians. <laughs> Good. It is. All the people I've talked to from Canberra say that it is just stale. I like, my dad was down there the other week, and on the weekend there's no one there. There's like four cars in the middle of town. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nothing <laughs> going on. Oh,
0: I like that. Um, so they go into, what was the town name again? Glen Roan. Uh, they go Rone. into the Glen Roan Hotel, and they take 60 hostages. Which is just, you've already started out way <laughs> too big. For this situation to go well uh, And they knew police were coming And so how they were going to deal with that Was they were going to derail the train Bringing all the police But a few local teachers uh, Had escaped from the hotel Which I like that the teachers hotels also known for drinking So they just were getting <laughs> shit faced during the day um, They escaped from the hotel And flagged down the train Before it got to the point where the tracks were fucked up and they were like, hey, you're not going to want to keep moving Because you're, this is going to lead to some issues This is how you can get to the building Some issues? Yeah, you could have some real issues This train's <laughs> going to flip um, So the gang hold up in the hotel And the police get there And there's just this massive gunfight And Yeah, it's big And the superintendent, Superintendent Hare Was injured in the shooting as well as many other officers And then I think the gang was sort of like This isn't gonna end well Especially if we have the hostages in here Uh so they allowed all the hostages To leave the hotel once there was a lull In the fighting And while that's happening Ned goes around The back he's trying to do the old Poopy doopy he's gonna pop up Behind him and just Shoot them all in the back he was also shot In the arm and the thumb at this point But he's like I'll get him Um So the law was called the Felon's Apprehension Act. uh, That was passed. And so they knew, like, whenever these police have the chance, they are going to murder us. And so uh, they all had made these massive steel armor sets Mm. that they were wearing.
1: Yeah, if people think of Ned Kelly, usually you think of the big steel helmet that he wore with the little slit for his eyes and just like a can on his head it's, it's not aerodynamic in the least no it's, it's like <laughs> something out of a sci-fi movie it's clearly made
0: by a guy who's living in you know the woods for many months and he's just like I've got spare metal um mm. so and they all had on armor but still uh Joe was shot in the groin and died dan kelly and steve hart were also shot dead and the hotel was burned down so ned leaves the building and it falls to shit you you just imagine it's like fuck that sucks um so ned in the bulky armor somehow sneaks up around on the backside which I, i do not get because he's no? just bleeding and probably moaning in the armor because he's been shot. He's clinking all around and he's just like, I'd be like,
1: what the fuck?
0: Um, and I mean, so he gets on the backside of the police and just starts shooting. Yeah,
1: you to No, I was just gonna say like Australian bush is dense. Like you, you you don't you don't look through it. You don't hear things. Like it's it's pretty dense. I just. But yeah, he he walks out of it and he just unloads everything into these police officers Uh yeah and then after a half hour of shooting which is a lot of shooting
0: um, he was shot in his unarmored legs that just come on that's half the body right there you could have covered and you could have just been
1: well it, it does like his suit of armor does have some uh, like, like steel down the front but I think it only goes to, like his shins like, his knees so he can actually walk. <laughs> uh, what I had pictured
0: was it stopped about the waist, and then he's just wearing some jeans out from underneath. But now I realize it's this iron dress that he's wearing that he just shuffles along, which makes him sneaking up on it even crazier. But, oh, that's good. Why? There's a lot of moves I would have made. I would have just sunk down and been like a bowling pin in it. But we, we all are bush rangers differently. Um
1: so the shot anyway, him. it's yeah so it's it's um, I'll up the a helmet right now. the front and the back of the body of the torso he has some shoulder blades and this just like this rectangle of steel that hangs down to about his knees oh I see it. it
0: wow that is there's better armors to make i guess you can't be picky <laughs> when you're living out in the woods but there's definitely better armor to pick um, so he was shot in his legs, unarmored legs. Uh, they arrest him and they charge him with murder of a policeman. They don't charge him with any of the policemen that they shot during the shootout. <laughs> they just charge him with the uh, the death of Constable Lonigan. Um, so he ends up in Melbourne, Gowel, nah, jail, jail.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just old time spelling.
0: Ah, oh, wow. That's uh, <laughs>
1: that's disappointing.
0: Um, He wrote a letter that, you know, detailed the discrimination against the Irish settlers within the country. Yeah, and, the, uh,
1: uh Geron, let me, yeah. let me, the, uh. <clears throat> yep, that's the, why I didn't write it down. <laughs> the Gerald Derry letter. Yeah, Ger- so he writes Derry.
0: that. Yeah. And it gets everybody riled up, and there's actually a lot of, like, protests from... Community. you know, People are coming out like, no, he's not a bad guy And he's making some good points And you, he's been treated unfairly his whole life But then there's also a lot of people that's like He's a criminal and all this sort of stuff uh, So He is sentenced to death uh, He was hung On the 11th of November 1880, and his last words Were, such is life <laughs> Which ball the way to go out mm. Yeah, that's a that's a story of Ned Kelly. I did not know it was that. I thought he was a cop. That was cool, and he was just known for like taking care of bad guys. But he's actually a bad guy. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I no, that's.
1: Deal. I mean, you're not Australian, so you don't get taught that.
0: No, we. Strangely enough, in my U.S. history courses, they weren't like, "No, we're going <laughs> to take a step aside for a couple of seconds. We're going to talk about Ned Kelly." I'm trying yeah, to think of somebody we learned similar. Learn about similar to that Maybe I don't know They don't talk much about that We just talk about how great we are And then you get older and you're like Man School is dumb isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a college professor My history college professor My first semester of college Just be like Everything you know is a fucking lie I was like
1: I am already loving this class Okay college as in university Yes I okay, forgot cool.
0: you also have a Different set Different up. term Colleges for pretty much everything they're the same here. Colleges and universities are the same here. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, that's the story of Ned Kelly. Uh,
1: do you have a Twitter but, you would like to plug? Or do you have something uh, no, to say? I, no, 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 no. Well, well, yeah, yeah, i got something to say. Um, like, Ned Kelly is kind of like... Uh, I don't know. Maybe not an Australian hero, but, like, he's someone that has stayed through time, and his story is continuously told over and over again, because it was, you know, so important in Australian history. Something very I do you like him. Yeah. I mean, and parts of it. There's, yeah, there's lots of books, and hero. art. Pardon, Mother, what was that? <laughs> this stays in. I'm not cutting it. <laughs> he was a popular hero, she quotes. Um, yeah, oh. so... What? <laughs> Folk, hero. <laughs> Folk hero. There we go. There uh, we go. Folk hero. There we go. But yeah, like he stood up for the little man who... No, he didn't really. Just... <laughs> so Mom, you're not part of this conversation. I should have had her on the podcast <laughs> instead of you. But he was still... Okay, let's mind. move on. <laughs> That's good. Oh um,
0: So you don't have a Twitter... Um, no, I don't have a Twitter. Do you have an Instagram? Do you have any social media you want to play? Do you have anything coming uh, up in your life?
1: Um, oh, not at the moment. I've got stuff in the in the pipelines, but nothing at the moment. And I'm sure I'll be on as a special guest before that time. So.
0: Oh yeah, you might be... <laughs> oh, we'll talk afterwards. You might be coming back a lot more often now. Um, oh. I'm putting the pressure on you. Um, me or my so, mom? Like, which do both, you want? By the way, <laughs> don't tempt me. So, <laughs> my Twitter's at KyleTJ1031. Uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Hold them hostage. Make them listen to it. There is an odd phenomenon that happens every couple of weeks where somebody in some town, there will be t- about 10 to 12 listens... To just a random number of podcasts And I like the idea that it's a group of friends Sitting <laughs> around And everybody just plugs into their own iPhone And they all listen to it together And they're like, this is good I know that's not what's happening And it's probably a bot But I can dream that it's something better <laughs> than a bot um, So, uh, yep, yeah, that's it Tell a friend You can also listen to the other podcasts That we do uh, reel to reel R-E-E-L to R-E-A-L and uh the other one, you cheeky pitch. I we will make another episode of that eventually. It just takes a lot of work and I don't have the brain power to do that. Yet I have the brain power to research Ned Kelly. I don't know. I don't got an excuse.
1: Yeah, and uh, people out there look up Ned Kelly like his armor is badass. And his story is pretty cool. So It is look is, him uh, up.
0: we definitely glossed over a lot, but we got the big points.
1: Yeah. He's a um, bad
0: Yeah, he's pretty cool. Might have a crush on him. Uh, All right. uh, We're out. We're out. Oh. We're out. We're out.